sort of resounds in the novel is an idea of being perfect, this right. perfect life, which is also coming for Josephine from her father, and this idea of getting on, you know, no yeah. matter what's in your way. Was that is that part? Was this some notion of of a kind of perfect life that we all perhaps sort of, particularly when we're teenagers, is, can either be a sort of, I guess, a rebellion against our our family or an extension yeah. of it. That seems to be an important idea for yeah, for, for the characters, and you're not. I find that really fascinating. Just with everyone I meet, what how they present themselves, and and how clearly that is not how they are inside. For most people, I mean, <clears throat> just looking at people, and and I remember there was um, a kid at my son's school, and his mother. I just always wondered how she is dressed so immaculately and perfectly, and is always smiling and it's always just she's got four children I just think what on I mean how but I just I remember speaking to her next door neighbour who told me that she's just not like that at all <laughs> and, and uh, it really shocked me just how how exhausting that must be to present this front and how much of an impact it must have on your mental health I guess but that obviously happened to you a little bit with the idea of writing the novel that there was a, a sort of disjunction between Something you wanted to present, so I did, you know, a nice romantic comedy. I yeah, assume, that's exactly three true. Acts. That's really true. Yeah. But then, so was it? Was writing anyway? Did you find then that it was a sort of, and slightly to use Josephine's um, uh, adult career, but were you excavating sort of things that you'd actually that you buried uh, yeah, and, and and refused to to acknowledge? I suppose I'm thinking of that idea of the game face that you, that you require yeah, has that, has maybe, that continued yeah, maybe I, not, I mean not the actual events I mean not, none of this happened sure. to me or, or any of my classmates but I definitely <clears> I think you're definitely right like having to what do you mean repress your emotions I suppose that's a sort of typical boarding school uh, hang up I think so I think that does come across some, in the novel well it's another about withholding things isn't it I mean in some yeah. ways the plot works like that but the for whether and I suppose Josephine's character, I mean, I guess it, with that, that does seem to kind of come from a yeah. particular place, the idea that she didn't want to face any problem, I'm not saying at all, but, but head on, that she right, would always... Yeah, would just hide away from it. I'm just putting it purely in the context of what you were saying yeah, about no, no, almost needing to, to be honest in your writing. It sounds like perhaps that's some, a process... Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, you're right. And I think probably that's why... I'm struggling with the second... I had a few struggles with the second novel, and I think because to try and access that honestly again from my subconscious... Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It must be. I mean, I'm sure with all writers. Why do you, what is it about accessing honesty that's, that's difficult? Is it because... Well, no, I'm not going to say anything. You're right. Again, it's presenting that front and... <coughs> I don't know, being able to bypass that. And that, again, is about fear, what I was talking about before the girls were scared about at my school and, and in the book were worried about being honest for fear of how they'd be judged, I think. I mean, I certainly have that. I'm less so now I'm older, but in my teens I was always terrified about being judged or, or people not being happy with me or something or pissed off or the girls being pissed off. Now I think I don't have enough energy to care, but <laughs> I'm too old and too like exhausted. But what were the judgments that you felt were going to be to be made of you? Um... I think behaviour or emotional behaviour. I mean, I think if I was feeling unhappy, I'd go and like I was really naughty. I'd just go out and go clubbing and stuff, I and mean, go and smoke in the woods and whatever. But 
I think if we'd been able to speak more freely about how we felt, I don't know, if we were upset from being sent away or... Mm. Because now, I mean, as I mentioned earlier about the well-being officer, I mean, I think that's really common in schools. All schools have that. So it probably helps a lot. And now it's apparently, like, really common and I think across the board, not just at my school. Mm. I think everyone's maybe a bit happier. I don't know. character of Josephine's mother who's who's glimpsed at sort of various stages of, of, of the book um, and who's clearly suffered from deep depression for right. most of her life and presents a kind of um, I suppose a kind of warning for, for Josephine that are a, a, a warning that she's tremendously frightened of this, this idea yeah. that if she perhaps shows that kind of vulnerability this is where she ends up and it almost sort of comes true I mean, I suppose was that part of that kind of that trying to dredge up something honest um, in as much as the, were those the sort of fears that, that you were having this yeah I suppose it's about yeah presenting that image again I mean I I don't know my family have that kind of I mean that was all like that was complete fiction but I guess yeah that was maybe about fear again of I don't know being Presenting myself in a true light, or or the character, myself coming out of the character, maybe I don't know. I keep saying I don't know. <laughs> They're interesting questions that I haven't, I haven't thought about. Is that because when you were writing, and there's obviously kind of uh, you, were, you were talking about the way your agent moulded the work and um, uh, and wanted you to, to clarify things. But is there also is there a part of you that doesn't want to kind of think too too much about something? Is, is, is there a yes, it's all okay. <laughs> my God, my husband read the manuscript after I finished, um, just before it was about to be sent out to publishers, and he didn't talk to me for a week. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I think he thought it was going to be a bit more light-hearted from originally from what I was writing. And he was like, uh, is this what goes on in your head? <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, I suppose so. And he was like, ah, oh, that's a bit terrifying. So there is a sense of some of this stuff being dredged. Yeah, it must be. I'm, I'm, I mean, not consciously, mm. of course, but the underlying themes, there might be... I'm sure there's some sense of self in there, of course. I'm, I'm sure we're all novelists. I read books that my friends have written, and I, and I think, OK, now I get it. I suppose that's why I'm so curious about this idea of withholding. I mean, in some ways, that extends to the, the genre choice of the book. So it's a, it's a psychological thriller. Right. And I was wondering what... Because I guess there's two choices for, for thriller writers. You either sort of say, here's the event, and then you watch the right. fallout, or you withhold that event. Now, it suited the kind of idea of withholding, I guess. And then what, why did you choose to, to sort of... To, to, hold, to hold that back? I, I did, that wasn't a conscious choice, actually. Okay. I didn't really realise how I'd structured the novel until I'd written it because I hadn't planned any of it. Um, I just wrote it with the voice in mind rather than the structure. Mm. So again, that was a subconscious thing. So, <laughs> so it must have been, I don't know, some excavation of, I don't know, feelings coming out there. But I think it helped the emotional aspect of it because I could then play with their emotions more rather than a physical sense of 
I don't know, say, for example, in a thriller, someone's been murdered, then it's more about the sort of trying to find out who done it. Mm. I wanted it to be a why done it, emotional rather than psychological. Pressure to put on young people. I mean, that's uh, you did, I did the feeling with Fre- uh, Fre- well, actually with Freya, particularly um, Verity as well, the character. Right. That almost their life would be over if they didn't get these these achievements. No, but for, for I mean, I remember people in my school. It was over, right? Genuinely, I mean, the, I I know people who didn't get over it for a long, long time, and because it is their life. Then, I mean. I'm thinking of one girl in particular who didn't get into a university of choice. There was all anyone talked about, and because we couldn't go home, <coughs> we couldn't get any space from it. So it was genuinely, it was our lives, and I mean, for me, I was less academic, so it wasn't my life. <laughs> Unfortunately, I buggered up a bit, but, um, but yeah, watching it was extraordinary, seeing all those people just, I don't know, hiding under their covers at two in the morning working because they were just so petrified about not getting into school and so that's awful. That's, that's one way to think about the idea of it, the, the exclusivity. I mean, it, was, was, was there any worry on your part that if you set a book in such a kind of, I guess, a refined setting that it might feel remote or, you know, I suppose it's the, um, is it what, the classic hashtag um, of first world problems that... Yeah, the, the check your privilege. ...for adult readers reading sort of stories about teenagers, which is, I mean, I particularly love because, you know, every five minutes I remind myself of why <laughs> Still, I'm a teenager uh, in, a, in a bad way. But, but was that a concern for, for you visiting that kind of material that... That people might just go, oh, get over yourself. You're just a spoiled. I, I always, I always think that anyway. Okay. <laughs> Generally, I think. I mean, when I talk to people and they're whipping on and on, or I, you know, I think come on. That. But actually, I think so. A lot of the financially, if you're financially stable or not, I think. I mean, that is a boarding school. Obviously, is a cut of everything because obviously you're having to spend thousands and thousands to go there but I think everyone still has the same feelings just on a different level I suppose I mean I'm sure those I'm sure a lot of the feelings that surface in the book from the girls are a lot of the feelings that any teenager would have so from that sense no but yeah I, I guess it is a closed world and it's a hugely privileged world from a physical sense not necessarily emotionally did you have any models that you know for, for that kind of um, story that you that you drew on? Were you were there books that? Um, I mean, it's been compared to, to to prep, which I think is a, a really great book, and um... Um, not consciously. I suppose I, I mean I grew up reading Mary Towers and stuff. Oh, Mary Towers. I mean, obviously it's a dark, not as light a light read as in not intellectually as in emotionally, but. I don't know. Not not consciously, no. I, don't know. I was curious about this idea of, of of novel writing being an ambition for you. Um, were, I mean, were you writing when you were when you were at school? Is that is this where this novel began? Um, 
Actually, I, I wrote from when I was really young, but it, again, it was a sort of lack of confidence and not wanting to be, I don't know, open to, I suppose, or just terrified, basically, that my writing was shit. What, so, why would you write? Uh, someone asked me now how I feel when I write, and I, felt, I, I feel really grounded and not so much in my head, I don't know mm. if there's a better way of describing that, but mm. I think I probably felt like that then and I didn't realise I couldn't verbalise that, but I, I probably went to that writing place to make myself feel a bit more normal. <laughs> was, it a, was it a sort of private place almost? Yeah, I can imagine that if you're in a boarding school, and as you say, constantly yeah, under people. barrage. I think I wrote quite a lot in my class time. I remember someone confiscated the book I'd written... Actually, it was a friend of mine who'd written like, a semi-erotic novel, or what we thought was an erotic novel at the age of 13, <laughs> and it got confiscated. But I think I did that quite a lot in, in class, when I was meant to be concentrating on something else. What were you, what were you writing? Were you writing, you know, 13-year-old erotic novels? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yes, and absolutely. Yeah, 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 and that's what okay. thinking, maybe I'll get my riches here. Obviously not. And is that where there's a, so there was a connection to the kind of romantic, romantic version of, of Yeah, this? maybe. I was writing before that as well, but it's even after that, after when I went to university and stuff, I always went back to writing. And was it, was it this, pro, is this project kind of, it sounds like it's been a slight sort of obsession. Uh, the writing thing was, okay, yes, not, but not actually okay. this. Um, I only thought about the boarding school theme after, after I mean, many years later. Are there unfinished or finished novels? Sort of. Oh my god, there are hundreds. If anyone read any of them, I <laughs> oh god, it just embarrasses me to even think about it. Are they and are they r- r- romances or are they? What? <clears throat> no, actually not. Just varying. I've, I've tried everything, I think. And the psychological thriller one was the only genre that I could. I felt really comfortable with, I suppose. What do you think? Is it, I mean, we've talked a little bit about. What Tim Lott said to you, that this idea of, of being honest, what do you think, if, if I had to pin you down now and ask what, what is it about that, the thriller that, that you found comfortable? I think I'm quite anxious as a person. So every situation I find myself in, I'm always thinking about every different scenario that could happen. I mean, we're sitting in a room here now, which is very nice, but I, I've been thinking about what would happen if there was a fire or if there was someone <laughs> yes and how we would get out and <laughs> all those different sort of su- <laughs> all those different situations but if you met me you probably wouldn't realise that I was thinking of it well not you specifically I'm sure you have very good judgement about people which is why you're a journalist interviewing but most people would not realise that about me they might think that I was quite happy-go-lucky and smiley and because I don't show it too much so are you still, if there's still a version of, of that teenage self that, that presents a face to the world? Definitely, definitely. And then beneath it's ca- catastrophes and... Yes, place. less so now, because okay. I've got kids and I'm just too exhausted, obviously, to put up a front, but definitely, 100%. But that can create its own anxieties, I guess, it doesn't Jeez, necessarily... Don't even go there, Jay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at four o'clock in the morning, are you still breathing? Are you still breathing? Yeah, of course, yeah. So there's so, a kind of... So that... Something about the thriller... And the sense of Im- impending doom that you're yes. waiting for the kind of yeah, I think that's that, I think that's what I connected with.